And hello to each and every one of you out there. Welcome to the Threes on Fire podcast, along with Sadell Boyd and John Eli. I am Irving Henderson. Uh, let's kick today's show off by, well, I want to give a shout out to my nephew, Isaiah Franklin. Him and his West Catholic Burrs came into the postseason with two wins. They were two and seven, coming off of a like complete pasting, losing to Newman Garetti. However, they still qualify for the playoffs. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they knocked off Conwell Egan. Today, they played a 10-0 York Catholic team that was averaging 49 points per game. West Catholic pulls it out, wins by a final of 24-7. to These kids are going to be playing again next week. Completely threw my brother's holiday plans in a tizzy. So, so like, I'm talking, like, flights being canceled, like, vacations being, like, put on hold. Um, Just, like, an unbelievable run by these kids right now. It would be, uh, like, it would be amazing to see this team get this run all the way to Hershey. But we'll see what happens. Don't know who they're playing just yet. Uh, come next week, uh, but I'll have that information for you guys, hopefully, by the time we come on the air next week. Unfortunately, uh, the season for my son Jordan's uh, 10U Parkside Saints is now over. Uh, they lost to the Bucksmont champions today, 33 to nothing. Uh, so the... Run to Disney, unfortunately, for them is done. All right, well, let's talk about the college football playoff top 10 this week. We have uh, Georgia coming in at number one. Uh, They took on Charleston Southern today. They defeated them by a final of 56 to 7. Get used to that number because we're going to give you that again uh it was number two alabama beating up on arkansas today 42 to 35 uh closer game than expected but alabama pulls it out uh number three oregon is at utah later tonight ohio state now (laughs) fellas i was just talking about how i felt like michigan state was getting robbed being placed underneath michigan and yeah, they that. didn't even show up for this game today against Ohio State. It was 42 to nothing at halftime. Uh, Ohio State really making a solid case for them to remain in the playoff. Uh, they defeated number seven, Michigan State, by a final of 56 to seven. Uh, number five, Cincinnati over SMU today, 48 to 14. Michigan beating up on Maryland 58-18 to today. Michigan came in at number six. Number eight was Notre Dame. They shut out Georgia Tech today, 55 to nothing. Oklahoma State and Texas Tech uh, just kicked off. And Wake Forest, number 10, falls to Clemson, 48-27. to And the important thing about this, had Wake Forest won today's game over Clemson, they would have clinched the spot in the ACC championship they are no longer in the driver's seat for that, as it is now uh, likely on Clemson right now to be in that spot. 
Uh, Major League Baseball gave out their awards this week. Uh, the manager of the year, uh, Kevin Cash, won in the American. Gabe Kapler, former Phillies manager, won in the National League. Uh, oh. rookie, rookies of the year from the American League, Randy Arozarena uh, from the Rays won now. Fellas, I got to be honest. I did not realize this guy was still designated as a rookie. Like he's, Me neither. This, this was his third postseason appearance. Wait, he had crazy. appeared in he had, he played in the postseason the previous two seasons, and he was still listed as a rookie. And he won the Rookie of the Year award uh, in the National League. It was Jonathan India of the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, the Cy Youngs went out to American League Whoa, pitcher Robbie Gray. What's the criteria of being a rookie then? All right. Uh, the, the criteria for being a rookie goes by the amount of regular season games that you play. So if he didn't play a certain amount of regular season games, he could still be technically considered a rookie. I, I forget what the exact number is, but whatever that number is, those previous two seasons, he didn't hit them. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't get it. Like, here's a guy, he's Showing so up in the postseason, but no, or no. you got to hit it in a single season. You have to hit it in a single season. Yeah, actually, wait. Let me say it. No, no. Let me say it the right way. You have to hit it at some point, accumulative. Okay. And he's been in the playoffs twice, but never accumulated enough service time in the regular season to lose his rookie designation. Like, it's yeah. just, just weird yeah. to me, man. <laughs> yeah, the Cy Young Awards, uh, the American League winner was Robbie Ray from the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, really thought Zach Wheeler uh, from the Phillies was going to win in the National League. However, it went to Corbin Burns of the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, the MVP voting, Shohei Otani from the Los Angeles Angels won unanimously. And that As was not should. surprising to me. Uh, just, I mean, he can, he can do it on the mound as a pitcher. He's clearly one of the best hitters in the American league. Uh, well-deserved for Shohei Otani, uh, in the national league, Bryce Harper of the Philadelphia Phillies won the most valuable player award becoming the first Philly since Jimmy Rollins back in 2007 to win that award. Harper had historical numbers, but it just, I mean, the team around him has to be better. Yep. They have to be better. I mean, you're talking about a guy that, you know, led the league in doubles, right? He's got 35 home runs, but most of them were solo homers because the guys in front of him aren't getting on. So... Again, uh, we'll we'll see what kind of moves the Phillies make uh, going forward. Don't forget, uh, in a couple of weeks, the collective bargaining agreement will expire. It is looking more and more every day like Major League Baseball is going to have a lockout. Uh, but there were some free agent moves made this past week. Noah Syndergaard, uh, pitcher from that New York National League team, signed with the Los Angeles Angels. Eduardo Rodriguez signed with the Tigers. Uh, Justin Verlander will stay with the Houston Astros. Brandon Belt will stay with the San Francisco Giants. 
one other Major League Baseball note. On Friday, it became official as Cleveland will now be known as the Guardians. <laughs> right. Uh, big, big fight tonight. Uh, Terrence Crawford takes on Sean Porter on ESPN pay-per-view for the welterweight championship. Uh, fellas, I like Terrence Crawford to win this fight by decision. I'll take Crawford in a late knockout. Okay. I'll take Crawford in the decision. All right. Uh, Moving on to the NBA briefly, uh, LeBron James returned to the lineup for the Lakers on Friday night. He scored 23 points, did not matter. The Celtics (laughs) beat the Lakers by a final of 130 to 108. Jason Tatum led the Celtics with 37 points. Uh, Sedell, your time to shine, buddy. Give us some college basketball news from this past week. <laughs> right, right. Since you was uh, getting on me about the uh, college basketball. Yeah, yeah. have uh, several upsets to report in the top 25 uh, throughout the course of this week. So, um, Monday, that just passed, we have Marquette over number 10, Illinois, 67 to 66. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, Seton Hall defeated uh, number four Michigan, sixty-seven to sixty-five. In the same day, BYU beat number twelve Oregon in a shellacking, eighty-one mm. to nine. That's embarrassing. Mm. Mm. Um, Wednesday, George Mason beats number twenty Maryland, seventy-one to sixty-six. And Thursday, Xavier beats number nineteen Ohio State, seventy-one to sixty-five. Yeah, and so you know what? Men are not rated. Well, you know what? Like, I I kind of, I kind of saw, I kind of saw some of this coming last weekend when uh, Dartmouth beat Georgetown. Yeah, like yeah, it's almost like you you know the power, the power struggle in college basketball is much different than what you have in college football, and. The fortunate thing for these teams are one loss is not going to kill your season. But one win, one win for one of these programs, you know, it could propel them, you know, should they stick with it, like once we get into January and February. Because don't get me wrong, I love the start of the college basketball season because you get these tournaments where – Teams that don't usually play each other will. Yeah. But the college basketball season doesn't really get going until the conferences start their in play, which happens usually around January. So January, February is when things start heating up and it really gets interesting. So, wow, just crazy week of upsets, man. Crazy week of upsets. I I expect it to continue. You know how there's like a, a bell curve, college basketball kind of is like a, a dip. It flip, if you flip that o- over, it's like it right. starts off, it starts off popping, and then it mm-hmm. goes to for about a month, and then it picks back up, like you said. Right. Uh, come conference, late conference play and conference tournament time. So, yeah, usually around, usually around right now, you get the the like the Thanksgiving tournaments. And yeah. those are usually pretty good. And then around December, you get 
an occasional good matchup between a couple of ranked teams. But usually in December, that's when that lull hits. And then you're right, come January, it picks right back up. Yeah. Right. I agree. All right, well, every everything uh, from the college basketball world uh, has not been good. And unfortunately, Sedell, we got to talk about what's going on with your Duke Blue Devils. Uh, Duke guard Mike Savarino and freshman forward Paolo Banchero, who I gave a shout-out to last week, uh, they both faced DWI-related charges after Savarino was arrested on Sunday morning. Uh, Savarino is Coach K's grandson. He has not played since the incident. However, Banchero has played in, and started in Duke's two games since. Um, I'm going to guess that Savarino was behind the wheel because this yeah. is almost like a, a, a unofficial suspension for him because he's not playing. And yeah. it's also a tricky situation for Coach K to navigate because this is also his grandson at the same time. And I think the last the last impression you want to give people is that he's showing favoritism. Right. Yeah, so, so he's got to I mean, hard on him. You know, both of these guys will uh, have their court cases uh, at the beginning of December. Just fortunately, no one was hurt. No one, you know, was injured or anything major happening. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no good. <laughs> Yeah, your grandson and your star player. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. not a good combination. Back yeah, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Exactly. All right, a uh, quick hockey note. Uh, the Ottawa Senators uh, had three games postponed this week thanks to a COVID outbreak on the team. Uh, that includes tonight's scheduled game versus the New York Rangers. Ten players and one assistant coach have entered the league's protocol uh, the Senators are expected to resume playing on Monday in Denver versus the Colorado Avalanche. Folks, this thing is still out there. Like, we sort of kind of turn the corner. Please continue to be responsible. Uh, one final note here in this opening segment. Fellas, say goodbye to the Staples Center. Uh, the 22-year-old building will undergo a name change on Christmas Day. It will be called the Crypto.com Arena. Oh, Seriously, God. fellas. Oh, uh, on Tuesday, the cryptocurrency company bought the naming rights from up underneath Staples. Uh, <laughs> fellas, quick question. Is this the worst arena slash stadium name ever? Um, I mean, nah, it's got to nah. be up there, right? It, it's, nah. it's, it's probably up there because... It just—I uh, I hate to say this thing, but it sounds too much like saying it's the Crip Arena. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, and you definitely don't want that in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absol absolutely not. <laughs> but just—it's just so messed up because it, just hearing that gets me stuck on that. So. Oh no! No, listen, like, like, like. I remember, so, like, there have been some doozies, man. Like one. I don't like the name of the Islanders UBS Arena, right? I don't, I, I don't like the way that sounds. Uh, yeah. The Ravens be before the Ravens uh, stadium name changed, it was like PSI Net Stadium. Like, the hell is that? 
uh, Delta Pelicans playing Smoothie King Arena or something. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Man, this is this is this is mm. bad. This is bad. Crypto.com Arena, man. The crypts are coming, boy. Here they come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Um, quick, quick uh word of of warning. Um, the next segment will be unfiltered. We're gonna like put that in this episode. Uh, because I know that. The resident Bulls fan here, John, is going to go off. So there may be some four or five letter words that slip out. Uh, you guys are being warned. The next segment, the next segment uh, will be uh, not safe for work. Uh, it will, you know, we'll, we will have some adult language that will come out in our next segment. Uh, so we're going to talk about Scottie Pippen's book. Uh, the Last Dance, some of the comments that he's made in the direction of Michael Jordan. And, John, I really want your opinion on this because you are the resident Bulls fan here on the show. So yes, sit tight, and we, w- we will be right back. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, we are back with the Threes on Fire podcast. Um, now, John, I got to let you know. I got to let you know. Um, as, a, as, a, as a Sixers fan, like, I, I got my heart broken a couple of times uh, by your Chicago Bulls in the playoffs. Um, but at the same time, like, I was kind of, like, not, not – too surprised by it. I mean, the Sixers never really had the kind of talent to really compete in the playoffs. Like, I mean, Barkley was outstanding, but I mean, short of Hersey Hawkins, like they had nothing on that roster. And I really got an opportunity to see the first three-peat run because uh, at the time, uh, we would get WGN. Yes. So I had an opportunity to see a lot of Bulls games. And, you know, not, not, not from, again, not from a rooting standpoint, not from a rooting standpoint, but uh, just being able to watch that team grow into, you know, not just being – a good team, but being a great team and winning championships. Like I I love that. I really did. I love the fact that I was able to see that firsthand and you get to the second three P and what ended up being the last run in uh, 97, 98 uh, Jordan with the shot. Everybody knows how that whole thing ended. Right. And Last year, we get the release of the docu-series, The Last Dance. And it was good. It was good. Matter of fact, I'll say it like, it was great. Probably the greatest sports documentary, documentary series of all time. I'll and I, 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 think we can, I think we can reasonably say that. There have been, been some other great ones, but 
the last dance may just be at the top of that list. Okay. Even the sound, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 small added. The soundtrack. They should have had a soundtrack for that docu series. So because whoever picked the music hit that dead on every single episode. All the music fit perfect. Right. Oh, uh, go on. Uh, go on Spotify if you're looking for it, John. If you have Spotify, yeah, they it. actually they do yeah, have it. It. they have they have yeah, the entire it. soundtrack. Yo, because that like they hit the nail on the head. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is fantastic. So whoever did it, I applaud mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, it it all fit too. Like it, it fit it fit the era too. It fit like. Like every 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 year that they were talking about the music yeah. fit yeah. the time it, it period hit, that it was it hit great. And uh, I do remember watching again because you know I was living everywhere uh, at the time when the Bulls drafted Mike, and then the Bulls uh, first uh, first run. And then their second run, WGN was the only way I could watch it. And God bless cable, because if you had WGN, you got all the Bulls games. And mostly all the Cubs games, too, if I do. uh, Yes. Yes. And the Cubs games. Yep. And the Cubs games. And probably my favorite kids show game at the time. Uh, you probably remember Irv, uh, Bozo the Clown. Yep. Love that. Love that show. Oh, my goodness gracious. Bozo the <laughs> Clown. Bozo the Clown. Uh-huh. Bozo the Clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, the grand prize games, uh, you, you know, so I watched that whole series and it took me back to when I was a kid, teenager, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. And I loved I love the documentary. Now it opened up a lot of stuff that some people right. did not know. Right. And that and that's and that's kind of that's kind of the, the point that uh I wanted to get to uh to talking about because it just seems like ever since the documentary aired, one person in particular, Scotty Pippen, has just been openly disgruntled about the whole entire thing and it it's it's kind of devolved from like him having his gripes about the documentary to now his book has been released and now he's like like griping at Michael Jordan right now and Uh, for the life of me I don't understand why he's the I I watched that whole document series, mm-hmm. and I don't know whether Charles Oakley didn't slap the bitch out of him enough, mm-hmm. but he's he's acting like a bitch right now. Like you waited all this time to say something, it took you the documentary to say something. But I wanted to understand. Uh, Go ahead. I I just. I don't understand where he's coming from with about half this stuff because 
in his defense, yes, he's one of the greatest two-way players of all time. But you're not better than Mike. Stop it. Well, I don't think – see, this is the thing. I don't think he ever, like, like said that. But the thing that he said – and, Sadell, I don't know if you saw that this week. Um, Basically saying that MJ ruined basketball? Ruined it. Oh, I didn't see him say that. Whoa. Yeah. He say that? Oh, he like, said now, a whole, now, a whole now, statement. Now, now, mind you, mind you, he had to backtrack off of that and say that's not what he meant. Like he meant, but no, 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 no. You meant exactly what you said the first time. Like I don't understand. Like, like I, I, I rewatched the Last Dance this week to try and figure out like where this is coming from. Where is this like this this attitude? towards Jordan coming from as far as Pippen is concerned, right? And Phil and, Jackson. And Phil. Well, the, and the first thing that I was looking for was, did anybody say anything negative about Scottie Pippen in the documentary? And I couldn't find it. I, I couldn't find it. Like, like, everything I heard Jordan say about Pippen was pretty complimentary. Jordan came out his mouth and he said it not just in the documentary, but he said it even prior to that. He doesn't win championships without Pippen right next to him. Correct. Right. Uh, When he won, when he won the MVP in the 97 finals at the press conference, he basically came out and was saying, you know, yeah, I appreciate the trophy and I'll take the trophy home. But the car, the car goes to Scott because I couldn't have done this without him. Right. Where did this man disrespect you at? Right. And, and, and I kept asking myself that. OK, where did Jordan disrespect Scottie Pippen at? And I may have found. I guess you would say the the tipping point for all of this and. It starts with the episode that discusses the 94 season where uh, Phil Jackson draws up a play uh, for a buzzer beater shot and he calls it for Tony Kukoc and not Scottie Pippen. And Pippen acts like a complete asshole and doesn't check into the game. And doesn't check into the game. What kind of shit is that? Pouted like a baby. You pouted like a and, bitch. And 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 you're mad. You're mad that your teammates all in that moment, especially in the documentary, they all called you wrong for that and selfish for that. Like, yeah, that is wrong and selfish. It is. It is. I don't know how he was expected to not have a negative reaction to his action. He caused that though. Right, so, Kukoc, and Kukoc is a better perimeter shooter than Scotty is. But I mean, Phil Jackson even 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 explained during the regular season they had called a play for Kukoc to take the last shot, and it worked. So he just went back to the same play that he called during the regular season. 
Like, so, so Scotty was mad because he couldn't get that moment to shine. Pippen's had a lot of moments well, shining. I do understand that, though. I understand him being mad that he couldn't get that moment to shine, though. Because he thought yeah. his yeah, team was had point. Right. Even though, even though it was a successful play that they ran before, he felt that he was basically the, the Batman instead of Robin. He, he felt like he graduated. So... Well, guess what? Okay. If he would have gra- no, no. If he would have graduated, tell me why he was pointing at his shoe for somebody to come back the next year. I mean, yeah, I mean that happened yeah. after the but at, in that moment of that series, he wanted right. to have his quote unquote Jordan moment, and instead the play was drawn up for him to inbound the ball to somebody else. Not even be a person, not even be an option on the court, basically. So I can see him being yeah. well in that okay. moment. Now, now I can I understand get what that. Phil was trying to well see see I get what Phil was trying to do. They were gonna double Pippen that play anyways. Well Pippen's so, his best passer. Right. Pippen's so right. But if you know the ball is going to Scotty, you're gonna double a triple team him. So somebody's going to be open. So if the ball is going to Kukoc anyways, I mean, I get his frustration, but. No, nah, it ain't no, it, it really ain't no excuse in that though. Somebody nah, else, like, somebody regardless else should have been the ball. He should have been on the court as an option to receive yeah. the pass. Yeah. All right. And, 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 and here's my thing. And here's he my thing. I, I, I get, I, I can, I can understand why he would have, you know, a, a, a problem or an issue with, you know, not yeah. even being an option to take yeah. that shot. I, I, I get that. I do. I get that. But to problems, not to, 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 to sit on the bench and just pout like a baby? Yeah. That's, that's, no. that's, that's problem number one. Problem number one, bitching about it. Like, come on, man. Like, that's like, now, just go ahead and do the play. And it, and then if it if it doesn't work, then you can say, yeah, I should have been the one taking that shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it does work, then you say, well, I was part of the play. Now, so, now, now, then, outside of that, right? Outside of that. Hold up, but number two, I was going to say that none of that has anything to do with Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, no, and that's his problem. And then, with and, Phil. His and, problem then with and then, Phil and then, Jackson that, is he's calling Phil Jackson a racist. No, well, hold on. I, w- I was before I get into that, right? Before I get into the the Phil Jackson a racist thing, because I don't even know like where that where? came from. That like, came that's, from I, like, you just you just you just pulling pulling shit out your back pocket and for what? But here's my thing. Outside of that, um, now they they touched on Pippen's contract, right? Yeah. You yeah. signed that contract against the owner's like advice. The owner told you I wouldn't to sign, sign it. it, but but here's the thing: if you do, you have to honor it. And we're not talking about renegotiating. I'm telling you, don't do it. You did it anyway. Yep. Yeah. He did it anyway. So if you're <laughs> underpaid and you're undervalued, you did that to yourself. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine, like, 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 how much money Pippen would have been worth 
Had he waited to sign that contract? Yeah. So he sold him. He sold himself short. Right. He took the instant gratification. And all right, no problem. I understand. Pippen's family, you know, was poor. He wanted to Back secure issues. money to be able to take care of his family. I get yeah. that. I, I get, get it. it. I get it. But at the same time, you made that choice. You made that decision. Okay. So your contract isn't where you want it to be. All right. The general manager has come out and said all the bullshit that he said. And Jerry Krause, like, I don't understand how you have a dynasty in the palm of your hands. And you're like, nah, let me fucking break this up. All right. So I have an analogy of Jerry Krause. Go ahead. He's, he, he is the greatest, dumbest general manager in NBA history. All in the same... Yeah. Yes. All in the same span. Yep. He's the great he's the greatest of getting all this talent via draft. Not mm-hmm. even free agency. This is all mostly all the Bulls players were all drafted. Jordan drafted. Mm-hmm. Pippen draft uh trade. Draft but trade. He was, yeah. Yeah, he's still drafted. Horace Grant drafted. Kukoc drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh the only person that is like a high commodity that they signed for was Rodman. No, Rodman was a trade though. Right, right, but Rodman was a Rodman, trade. Like, or so he, I mean, he, but even if you look at it, um, he's speaking as far as not drafted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. If you look at if you look at the first run, uh, they got Bill Cartwright in a trade. You look at the second run, they got uh, uh Rodman in a trade. Oakley. Yeah, right, and that was for Charles Oakley. So I mean, yeah, he, he did make like like he did make a lot of good moves to put the Bulls in position to have their dynasty. But at the same time, like you, you come, out come out and you're you're openly saying this is it. I'm done. I don't care if they go eighty two and zero end of the year. Everybody's gone. And yeah. who knows? And who knows how many titles? You win after that year. Maybe you'll get like one more. Yeah, I think they get one more. And then yeah. I like think they get up. one more. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think they one get more. one more. But it, I don't know where Pippen's shit's coming from with Phil Jackson. Well, hold on before before we get to the Phil Jackson thing now. Uh, the the next point where I guess you would say there was some negative talk about Scottie Pippen was about the fact that uh, he waited after the yes. 97 season to get, to get surgery, surgery done to get and surgery done. he missed the beginning of the 97-98 season which okay like uh, no he didn't miss just the beginning he missed the majority but he missed about he missed about a quarter of the season. Yeah, I think he didn't come back till what late December or January. Yeah, he missed about a yeah. quarter of the season. But, but it's like it's like, but you you consciously made that decision. You made that decision that you were you were purposely going to wait, which does what? Put your team in a tough position because now they spend the first part of the season without you. And they struggle. 
They yes. struggled. And it, it literally took a conversation, not even a conversation. It literally took like a powwow between Jordan and Rodman <laughs> to start to yeah. turn that around. <laughs> Out of the two people that you don't expect. <laughs> yeah. But, so, uh, again, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Now, he, wants, he wanted to take shots at, at Jordan's flu game and say, well, I played uh, in the finals with a bad back, but nobody talks about that. Yes, nobody talks about that because your ass scored eight points. Yes. <laughs> well, You didn't he, carry the team on your shoulders with a bad back. It was out there as a decoy. Yeah. Because he wasn't scoring a thing after he got hurt. Nope. And nope. you ex- and you expect me to believe that you were the better player out of you and Mike? Get the sh- no, stop it. Well, I don't think. That. See, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, maybe he thinks he's a better all around player, but come on, man. Even that, well, I don't buy. Well, well, I don't buy he, that. Well, he was trying to say that he was a better, like, so he said that Mike didn't play defense. Uh, how many times did Mike win, A, the defensive player of the year, B, be on the all-NBA all defensive team? Yeah. All-defensive team? And you tell well, what me he he said was, de- Well, hold on. What he said was, he said uh, Jordan he didn't, didn't defend the team's best player, which, okay. Okay, and you say that to say what? He did. You say that to say what? If you are the better, if, if you are the better, here's the thing though. If you're the better one-on-one defender, right? Why yes. wouldn't I put you on this team's best score? Why wouldn't I do that? Why? Why wouldn't I do that? Like this is like there's no knock against, and that's. The shit that I keep coming back to. There's no knock against Scottie Pippen at all. No. This man made the All NBA 50 team. He's on the All NBA 75 team for a reason. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame. His jersey is hanging from the rafters of the United Center. He is generally regarded as the predecessor of the point forward position. Correct. What and more he, the fuck do he want? He what? He, I, t- I told you. He really okay. wanted to take that last shot, man. I think that was really it. <laughs> no. If he was hey, no, 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 Oh, you talking about the last shot to end the entire dynasty? You talking about the Utah game last shot? Yeah, I'm talking about that. Oh, Scott. oh, oh Scotty wanted to be the one posing with his hand in the air. Oh, yeah. oh come on! <laughs> watch the play. You see him waving like, "No, I am fucking open." And he was. He was open like a motherfucker because Carl Malone, I think, was picking him up, and then he was like, "Why am I picking up Pippen?" And he started to sag into the paint. And but MJ was like, oh, okay. I'm waving you off anyways. 
Man, listen, at that point, at that point, no, but listen, at at that point, even even being hurt, uh, as wide open as he was, he had basically a set shot for a three. Now, let me explain something to you. At that point, ain't nobody on the floor in a in a in a Bulls uniform taking that shot but Jordan. Nobody. I don't care. I don't care who's on that floor in a red jersey. 23 is taking that shot. Taking that shot. Oh, for sure. And he's the one that he's the one that set it up. Like, like, here's the thing about everybody remembers the shot, but everybody loses the fact that he made a great defensive play first. Yes, he did. Yes. Oh no, I I remember. In fact, he had I I think I think I I I spoke about this in one of those uh Jones we was talking about his most memorable moments. Because right. remember, it was a whole sequence because they was down. Yeah, right. remember they were had, down that game. Yeah, they was coming back, and right. he had to make. They 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 made a stop, and he came down. He ended up making a layup and got fouled, I think. Or he got no, he got fouled trying to make a layup. He hit the free throws. Then he came back. He made the defensive play, and then he hit the game winning. I think that's yep. how the sequence went. And the last yeah. the last three possessions was all MJ. Yep. Right. Right. But the season before that, in the finals, who took the last shot? Was it Mike or was it Steve Kerr? Kerr took yeah. that last shot. Yeah. Because because Jordan knew when it was his time to take the shot or when it was his time to make the pass. Correct. And I don't think again, I don't think that last game against Utah, I don't think anybody else was ever gonna touch that ball. Once he Except took it from Carl Malone, nobody yeah. else was going to touch that ball. Like, it was smart was for them not to call the timeout. It was smart for him to not – for them to not let Utah, you know, set mm-hmm. up defensively with any – like, no. Yeah. Keep the ball in his hand. Let him make that decision. If we lose, we lose because our best player took that shot. But come right. on, man. Come on, man. Like, here's the – like, you can look around the league right now. Right, there are certain guys you know. As soon as that ball comes off their wrist, it's going in. Yeah, correct. It is like there. There are a handful of guys right now that I say I want the ball in their hands when the game is on the line. Like for 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 whatever faults and flaws he has as a player, I want the ball in LeBron's hands coming down at the end of the game. I want the ball in Steph's hand. I want the ball in KD's hand. You understand what I'm saying? I, I want those guys taking. Uh, Dude, I do want the ball in the front of his but man, I don't know. <laughs> no, listen. He comes. Listen. He comes through more often than he doesn't when he has that moment to make the play. Yeah, if he would just take the damn shot himself. Yeah. Often, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. George, here comes. Flitz. No, no, uh, this is a roasting. I, I, of I, I, I got no time to roast George Hill. <laughs> we have right, now, now, minutes. Now, now, for me, actually, it's two guys uh, right now: Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. But the problem, well, well, we know the problem with Kyrie. He got to actually fucking play. But right. so number one, so it's just KD. KD is the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
If you need a shot, right. call KD. So, so now the final aspect of this is where, where, where the 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 Phil Jackson is a racist. What the fuck is that? Because he gave Kugoch the ball instead of Pippen. That's the only thing I can possibly think of. That shot, no. that shot Man, he look. gave Kukoc is causing all this, all this grief for all the players. Yo, Phil Jackson is a lot of things in this world. I, I would Hell. never think to attribute racist <laughs> under Phil Jackson. No, Hell he's no. taking. He's taking more brothers in the po- hey. He's taking more brothers to the promised land than Pat Riley. Quote oh Chris my Rock. God. <laughs> oh ain't no man, ain't no racist guy. White guy going to be kumbaya with Dennis Rock. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. As, exactly. As, as weird as Dennis Rodman fucking is, he is like the antithesis. Like he is the, the yeah, he is the antithesis of what a white racist man would hang out with. Yeah, <laughs> completely. From that, a straight white racist man, no, he, he could he wouldn't be quite dead with with a dude like that hanging out. Yo, so, no. yeah, Yo. yeah. Phil like, Jackson too much of a hippie to be a racist, man. That's what I'm exactly, saying. exactly. Yo, he's he out no there, man. He, he's out there. Like, like, come he's on, a Zen man. master. But, come on, but, but let's tell. The, but 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 let's tell the truth right now. Yeah. All of this is just to sell some fucking books, man. All yeah, of it. all this is just to sell some books. Because in two years he goes change his opinion. Oh, I never meant to sell this. But like I said, he's already backtracking off of the Jordan ruined basketball comment. Like, now, well, like you so gotta now, like you you gotta now, walk all this shit back. Now and, and, let's and stop. Uh, yeah, let's stop right there. If Jordan did anything to the game of basketball, it's revolutionized the sport. Mm-hmm. He made it international, mm-hmm. which yes. no other player before him did until Mike got there. Oh, man, listen. Everybody had Jordan jerseys. Listen, Tokyo, here, 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 Russia. Here's my thing. Here's, here's my thing about Michael Jordan. Like, now, I don't, I don't really get into a conversation about GOATs when we talk about basketball because I know that uh, – there are people who saw Wilt Chamberlain play. There are people that saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's entire career and, and will call those guys the GOAT and Bill Russell. And, uh, now, I, I break it down I, I break it down by error. Now, I got to go off of who I've seen. So I will say, personally, Michael Jordan is the greatest player I've ever seen. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Right? There's no question in that. But for him to take, you know, for him to take the mantle from Bird and Magic, right? And okay. and take the league to where the league is now, like that trajectory from Bird and Magic of the league becoming more popular, it's shot through the roof under Jordan. Yes. And that's what people are forgetting. Apparently Pippen forgot it. So I'm really like, like, listen, man. Good move, start to get his name out there. Good move on him to move a couple of book units. But I mean, it's gonna be uncomfortable as hell when they get together 
all-star weekend to have the 75 player uh, uh, announcement and ceremony during the all-star festivities. I, for one, I, I'm surprised Jordan hasn't come out and said anything yet. He won't. He I don't think he will. I no, don't think he, he will. I don't. I don't just, think he will. He'll just send Charles Oakley. That's it. <laughs> He's gonna send Oakley. All right. Well, listen. Yo, um, he'd be like, "Yo, Oak, you didn't slap him enough." Go, go nah, I don't. No, I don't think well, a slap. No. I, I, I don't think a slap from Oakley is gonna be enough, man. Well, because well, I, well, think, I think, I think. No, 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 the the messed up part is the messed up part is that slap got shown on national television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's now, terrible. now, just quickly, maybe, maybe Scotty spoke with Mike and was like, "Yo, I'm gonna say some shit." And us being actual boys, you gotta let it ride so that I can spark up this controversy so I can make some sales. Yeah, I'm well, we'll see. That. Now, now here's the my own conspiracy now, behind it because MJ now, usually, MJ usually straight up, you know, like anybody that kind of comes for his neck, he ready to. Pull out the sledgehammer and, and crush an mm-hmm. ant quick. Yeah. Yep. Now, the type to just the sit down and allow some shit like that. Now, the one, the one legitimate gripe before we before we move on to our last segment, the one legitimate gripe that I think that uh, anybody who was involved in the documentary could have is that. If the documentary was about the team and that last run, it certainly, from a, just a standpoint of watching it, seemed like it was a Michael Jordan retrospective featuring the 97-98 Bulls. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, but right, but they went, they went as far as giving Rodman – and Phil Jackson each like an episode, right? Oh no, everybody. And here's Pippen. the thing. Yeah. Well, here's like, the everybody... thing. Um, Pippen had an episode. Rodman had an episode. Uh, Phil Jackson well, had Pippen one. Had Steve Kerr, Steve yeah, Kerr had one. But I'm talking about like specifically on them. Steve yeah, Kerr yeah. had one. There was, very, uh, uh, there was one very... on uh, like Horace Grant. Like Horace Grant has hit his, his little moment, but. It was really, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it just really, it really felt like those were just like quick little blurbs, and then it was like, yeah. okay, here's here's Scottie Pippen, here's some MJ highlights, here's Dennis Rodman, here's some MJ highlights, here's Phil Jackson. I'm gonna throw some more MJ highlights at you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They won There's the championship true. in '92. Here's here's Jordan in Barcelona with the dream team. So like, right, like, but, like, right, but they—that's the legitimate gripe that guys could have about the documentary. Yeah, it's very Jordan-centric. Very Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yep. MJ's name moves, moves. I was gonna say, uh, moves product. But yeah, you, that's how no, you you're right. No, you're right, because because Pippen selling his book <laughs> based off of the controversy using Jordan's name. Even Kobe, you know, now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kobe Bryant was featured in that one thing saying, I don't win my five titles. He did. Without Mike. He did. Without he Mike. He did because, like, because 
because he reached out to Jordan and Jordan took him under his wing. Yeah. You know, he really became like a little brother to, to Jordan. But here's my thing. Again, Scottie Pippen, to me, way out of bounds for some of the things that he said. Now, I mean, I get it. You, you allow, you're entitled to have your opinions and the whole nine, but, like, all that, just to sell some books, that's real, you know, it's real, real janky flaky. to me, man. It's real, real, real janky flaky. to me. All right. Well, listen, uh, we'll be back with our NFL segment, and we will close this show out. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, we are back with the Threes on Fire podcast, set to get you guys out of here for the show. Um, I guess we'll just go right into uh, our NFL conversation, and I'd like to thank the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really do. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Pittsburgh Steelers for giving us unintended comedy last week. First of all, they killed my 0-18 watch on the Lions thanks to this game that ended in a 16-16 tie last week. But two fumbles in overtime. Uh, Deontay Johnson looked like he was about to break a long touchdown run on a, uh, after a little short catch. He gets the ball knocked out. The Lions act like they can't do nothing with the ball. They miss a field goal way short. Steelers get one. Like, you got you got the center snapping the ball past uh, Mason Rudolph while he's in a shotgun. <laughs> like, 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 I think the only thing that was missing, I think the only thing that was missing in the overtime was the Benny Hill music. <laughs> oh, no, nah, man, because the capper, listen, the capper was Pat Fryer move, trying to get out of bounds to oh set up a field goal attempt, getting the ball knocked out. And listen, it's perfect. It is, it is, it is the absolute most perfect play because you would expect a fumbled ball to roll. The ball <laughs> stuck in the damn turf and did not move. <laughs> so, of course, the Lions recovered the ball with, like, 11 seconds left. Like, the game ends. Like, they try these laterals, and then I guess my man from the Lions forgot that a game could end in a tie because he just flat ran out of bounds and said, to hell with it, game over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yo, fellas! Like, I don't think I've ever laughed watching a football game as much as I did watching that overtime. Yeah, yeah, that is the most comical thing. When when NFL films get a hold of this, this is going to be a class for the yo, yo, fellas. Listen, check this out, right? Um, of what not to do. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna. Uh, and we're done. I'm going to find it on YouTube again. There's a guy, weird name for his channel. There's a guy that is, he is a Steelers fan. Uh, his his YouTube channel is Urinating Tree. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> I'm just telling you that's what it is. Don't look at me, cockeyed. It's not my YouTube channel. But he did almost like a deep dive on the entire game, including the overtime. It is 
freaking hilarious, yo. I will definitely send that to y'all uh, in the group chat when we get out of here. Um, some positive news for the uh, Steelers this week. Ben Roethlisberger will be back under center uh, for the <laughs> Sunday night game against the Los Angeles Chargers as he comes off the COVID protocol. I don't know if it's going to make a difference. I don't expect no. the game to be as hilarious as it was. But, <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers for effectively ruining a segment that I thought was going to last a couple of weeks. Which, yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way, it figures it would happen to us two weeks in a row, right? Two <laughs> weeks in a row. We all picked the Bills to beat the Jaguars, and then we all said the Lions weren't going to win. Now yeah. – they didn't lose, but they didn't win either. So they still have a shot at going 07, uh, yeah, 07, 016 and 1. Because right. if you can't beat them, tie them. Tie them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, man. Listen, I, I had a sound mind. I had a sound mind to take a trip at, to Pittsburgh and just yell at. Heinz Field, like, are you kidding me? And then come right back home. <laughs> All right, listen, um, speaking of, uh, well, yeah, speaking of the COVID protocol, uh, the Dallas Cowboys have lost wide receiver Amari Cooper for at least the next two games. He has an outside chance to miss a third because Dallas plays three games within the next uh, – well, three games in a 12-day window. They play uh, Sunday, they play Thanksgiving, and then they have another Thursday night game after that. Uh, yeah, you hate to see it. Um, speaking of COVID, by, while we're talking about it, uh, Antonio Brown, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will be out with an ankle injury, but uh, my man had a fake vaccination card. Stupid ass. Legendly. Dummy. Why? Dummy. Why? Why? Like, they're not even really – they're not even requiring these guys to be vaccinated. What reason do you have to come up with a fake vaccination card? Because he's a dummy. Now, now if it comes out to be true, he's getting suspended. Yeah. Well, the Bucs team had said that they they had a fully vaccinated team, and they were pretty proud of that. So, you know, yeah. he's part of the group, you know, team effort. Yeah, team. well, uh, uh, you can put fully vaccinated in quotation marks if, if Antonio <laughs> Brown is, in fact, not vaccinated. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. Crazy. You don't have to talk about Antonio Brown in an unfiltered or something because he has a problem with uh, paying – uh, people that work for him. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh boy! Oh, that's that's man. how he got ratted out for having the fake vaccination card. Yeah, that's listen, man. That's that's gonna be a fun one. Cause yeah, because I've, I've, I've got some a little bit of information because I was watching a couple of segments on some sports shows and they were mm-hmm. talking about it. All oh, right, man. let me write this down. Sadell unfiltered. Oh. On a B. Got you. All right. Well, some injury news uh, going on around the league. Seahawks running back Chris Carson and Bears linebacker Khalil Mack are out with season-ending surgeries. Uh, Carson is having surgery on his neck. 
Uh, Matt is having surgery on his foot. Uh, good luck to those guys in their recoveries. Uh, more injury news. God, you know what? I, I, I could have really went down the line. There are so many injuries this week. Uh, but two major running back injuries. The Packers are going to be without running back Aaron Jones. The Saints will be without running back Alvin Kamara. Both are out with knee injuries. And the aforementioned Detroit Lions uh, could be without quarterback Jared Goff as he is doubtful with an oblique injury. Tim Boyle is expected to start in Goff's absence should he not start. Well, I tell you, that would be the most Lions thing to happen this year, right? Uh, (laughs) End the losing streak, get a tie, Goff is out. And either either one of two things is going to happen. They're going to go uh, 0-16 and 1, right? Yeah. Or <laughs> Tim Boyle is going to light it up. <laughs> the, Lions, the Lions are going to win this week. And I'm going to tell you right now, if the Lions win this week, the Lions will automatically go to number one in my power rankings for a week. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling y'all flat out. If the Lions win this week, they're number one in my power rankings next week. You know what? I accept that. I, I totally accept that. <laughs> in fact, we have to, to unanimously no, no, we got to unanimously put them at number one if they win. <laughs> oh man. You know, especially if they do it with Tim Boyle as their quarterback, man. That that Tim just – that don't even sound like a quarterback name, man. That sound like the punter, man. Yeah, that's like, not even the same kicker. Tim Boyle, like, come on, man. Come Where on, did man. it come from? Uh, look, who knows, man. They Listen, man, they probably – they got him from working the damn fries at Five Guys, man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ain't no telling where they got this dude from. I don't even know who the hell Tim Boyle is. But if he, but if they win, I'm doing a whole segment on Tim Boyle next week. <laughs> yeah. Yo, all right, it's time. It's time for our power rankings this week, uh, fellas. I have the Bucks coming in at number five. Sadell, who do you have? <laughs> um, how you? Never mind. <laughs> uh, I have the Bills at number five. Okay, John, who's your five this week? Hello, yo, John. We lose John. Oh man, it say he connected. Uh, he might have dropped his headphones again. All right, uh, Sadell, who's your four this week? Uh, cowgirls. Oh, see, now, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care. People, if you're a Cowboys fan and you're listening to me, I'm not putting the Cowboys in my top. Oh, oh wow, you beat the brakes off the Falcons. Yeah, that don't impress me, man. I have the hey, Bills number four this week. You hear me? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, John. Oh, All man. Right. Yo, man, can you stop disappearing on us, man? Give us your five and four and your power rankings. Uh, Five is the Patriots. Okay. Oh, hey, that's good. I was just okay. Gonna, I was wait, wait. Um, <laughs> four is Dallas. All right. Okay. Now, you may have missed it. I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'm not putting them in my top. Nah, nah I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you smacked around the Falcons. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I'm not impressed. I'm not <laughs> impressed. I'm sorry. 
any Cowboys fans listening, you can call me a hater all you want. I'm not impressed. Yeah, you beat the Falcons. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, whatever, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> Stelton, number three. They beat the Broncos. <laughs> Stelton, who do you have at number three this week? The Cardinals. John, who's your number three? The Cardinals. Oh, wow. Here we go again. I have the Cardinals at number three. Uh, John, who's your two? The Packers. Sedell? Ditto. Ah, here we go again. I think our top three is going to be the same again because I have the Packers at number two. I have the Titans number one this week. I also have the Titans at number one. I also had the Titans. Oh, so our top three changed, but our top three is still the same because we all picked the same top three. You guys have Dallas at number four. Uh, I have Dallas at number 12. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm treating Dallas the way the college football playoff is treating Cincinnati right now. (laughs) I I I have the Bills. I have the Bills fourth uh, and fifth uh, different teams. Uh, Sadell, you have the Bills. John, you have the Patriots, and I have the Bucks. All right, let's get right into our picks for this week. Uh, John, still struggling to get a winning week, my man. One and two last week. You are 11 and 19 overall. Uh, Sadell, you went two and one last week. You are now 16 and 14. Um, I did a reverse John. I did a reverse John and went three and zero last week. I am seventeen and thirteen, all by myself in first place. Hmm? Yeah, man. I wasn't aware that you won all three of yours. Why wouldn't I have, man? Yo, man, come on, man. What game? What game did you think I lost? I forgot your picks. Uh, oh, hold on a second. You really thought I lost the game last week? I can't believe you I thought know, I lost I know the we game both, last I know week. we both had the Eagles over the Broncos. I know we both had that. Yeah. We both had the Patriots over the Browns, and I picked the Colts to beat the Jaguars. Yeah. Oh, that was the Colts over you the know, Jaguars. Uh, some knucklehead picked the Jaguars. Yep, that's me. Because it's only up that notable. Well, and you two both, and you two both picked the Bucks to beat Washington, and oh my God! Hey, boy, I, am happy, I am happy with that loss. I, I just know you. Are. I am very you satisfied did. with that loss. Yeah, well, you got to love my upset pick this week. Well, brand new week, so uh, we will start uh, with John. John, who's your lock this week? I got the Titans over the Texans. <laughs> okay. Nice. Sadell, yours. I'm gonna take the win. Ravens over the Bears. <laughs> that's not okay. a, a win. Yeah, that's that's well. You might be in some trouble if uh, if Lamar Jackson don't start feeling better. And my fantasy team is definitely in trouble if he don't start feeling better. <laughs> um, my life. Uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, John, checking my notes, man. I got the Titans over the Texans this week as my lock as well. Uh, Sadell, who's your 50 50? It's the Bengals over the Raiders. Oh, okay. John, you're 50 50. 
I did originally have the Eagles over the Saints, but with Kamara out, that's not a good look. Uh, I got the Bills over the Colts as my 50 50. Wait, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that's a 50 50, but okay, here we go with these janky picks from John again. All right, well, listen, what the Bills flat out, flat out, John, I want to say thank you. No, 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 John, I want to say thank you. I am so thankful that you did not take 50 because me and you would have been on the air having a knockdown drag out argument for you screwing my picks up again because I took the Eagles over the Saints as my 50-50 this week. I'm so I'm so relieved. <laughs> Thank goodness. I, I wanted you know, I wanted to take that, but I couldn't do it. Not twice in a row with the Eagles. Yeah. All right. So so now, I was looking hard for an upset, couldn't really find too many, and then I stumbled upon one, my upset pick this week. I don't even know why I'm picking it. My upset pick this week, I'm taking the Jaguars over the 49ers. All right, see, so you copied off me, though, but okay. Okay, so, Sadell, you got the Jaguars over the 49ers, too. Yeah. All right. John, who's your upset pick this week? I got, the, I got the team – since Sadell was happy with that uh, upset from last week, I'm picking the Washington football team over the Carolina Panthers. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's going to be very interesting. Oh, it's going to be interesting tomorrow. First of all, that's more like a 50 50. Sadell. You want to know why? Here's why. The Carolina Panthers are currently 0-3 against NFC East teams. Yeah. Oh, we're due for a win. Oh, That's why that means to me. You about to go defeated in the NFC East. No, no, no. Well, well – Oh boy, here we go. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time in the group chat tomorrow. <laughs> oh man, it is gonna be a fun time in the group chat tomorrow. All right, so uh all the picks are in. Um listen, one uh I, I just have one quick thing before we get out of here. Um John, I will say, uh I almost forgot because it's it it hasn't been a very good build. Uh Survivor series is tomorrow night. Uh, should be should should be a good show, but I don't appreciate how bad the build has been. And then you had more names being released by WWE this week, and the one that stood out to me, what was the point of them bringing Hit Row up from NXT just to basically fire all of them within a month? Because Vince put out because Vince put out the hit. On hit row, yeah, well, it should should be a good. It should like for whatever reason, like for all the faults and flaws that WWE has going on right now, they they tend to put on really good pay per views. Weekly TV, yeah, but when it comes for the big lights to come on. These guys do tend to knock it out of the park. I am kind of looking forward to it. Uh, speaking it of hitting the big, yeah, speaking of hitting the big, AEW hit it big last weekend. 
Yeah, very- yeah. Full Gear. Full Gear was very good. Uh, I'm telling you right now, though. I, but I will say this: my only issue with it is you gotta pace. You gotta pace these matches a lot better because there there were some times during really good matches the crowd is like they're spent. Yeah, they're spent. They they spent like you know the last you know twenty minutes like on the edge of their seats, like you got to let them come down a little bit, man. Like a better paced show. And I would have, it would have been a perfect pay-per-view. The the pacing, the pacing was the only problem I had. The matches were all great, but the pacing Mm -hmm. just, you got it. You got to do something about that. All right. uh, Fellas, anything you guys want to add before we get out of here? Uh. Somebody no. better start putting. Somebody better start apologizing. Matter of fact, it was either Bleacher Report and ESPN, or just one of them. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to send a form of apology to Demar Derozan for calling him the worst free agent signing in the NBA mm-hmm. offseason. Start apologizing oh, you know, to that man. Oh no! You know what, John? Do me a favor. Put that in your back pocket, man. I definitely want to have a, a full-fledged conversation about that because that sounds that sounds like an unfiltered. And that man. sounds like an unfiltered. I definitely want to have, like, on the NBA in total. Because how are you going to – never mind. Yeah. Sadell, you got anything before we get out of here? No, I'm good. I think uh, <laughs> we covered everything. All right. Well, listen, uh, everybody out there, have a very uh, safe Thanksgiving. Uh, We will see you guys on Saturday. Uh, Yeah, that's it. I'm going to sit here and and I guess I'll sit here and watch this Auburn and South Carolina game until my wife decides what we're going to do with the rest of our night. (laughs) We'll catch you guys (laughs) next week. And Oregon and Utah. Oregon and you, okay, well, yeah, I kind of already got emotionally invested in this Auburn and South Carolina game. I'll be flipping channels all night. (laughs) All right, fellas, we out of here. Thank you for listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.